hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Welcome, guys, to Talk Murder to Me. We're glad to be back, as always. Tonight's clue hmm. was nose job. And John once again said, the clue is nose job. Don't look into it. As if we actually would want to ruin it for ourselves, as Nicole said last night. But I totally agree with that sentiment. Hmm. You know, I don't hate the drink. This drink is really good. Well, it's all right. I, I like it. The it's, drink is called Broken Nose, which actually goes hand in hand with a nose job. Because before you get a nose job, you get a broken nose. This is true. Which is why we drink the drink a little bit before the story. Tonight. Mm. I like it's it. It's an interesting good. combination. It's I like, like it. It's um, it's like a tequila sunrise, but not. Yeah. Minus it's like, the orange juice. It's like a weird margarita. What is it? What? Well, it's called the broken nose. No, it's, okay, it? it's um four parts tequila, which is can be bad news for me. One part Campari, what? which I had to buy today, and it was thirty dollars a freaking thing. So please donate to our Patreon because <laughs> that shit was expensive. Um, one part sour mix, and then it only had it required a small amount of like bitters or whatever. But I decided to use like one part grenadine to make it a little sweeter, mm-hmm. and then shake it up in a shaker, and then top the rest of it off with ginger ale. Mm. I, which love I love ginger ale. Yeah, mm. we and we at work we have a variety pack of ginger ale that I was supposed to pick up, but I forgot. But it has the cranberry ginger ale, which is Ooh. my fave. Love it, and it also comes with blackberry ginger ale, which I'm mm. kind of interested to try but also don't want to spend $13 on a case of ginger ale when I only know I like two flavors not three I mean do you like blackberries I don't know yeah I guess yeah I don't know if I like blackberry feel like weird things well I don't know what to tell you about that oh well well, the drink is very good. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Tonight's episode is going to be really fun. If you haven't listened to the last episode, episode 24, um, that was a really fun episode, and it's really funny, and we had a good time. And tonight is our 25th episode. Woo! Is that silver? Is 25 silver? I think so. It's been a wild ride, guys. It has. Yeah. That's probably... How many songs would that be? That's probably 75 songs for Jen. But tonight I have a competitor for Jen. Oh. That's going to make a cameo appearance later. And we'll see just how good her singing skills really are. Huh. I don't know what this means. All right, I'll get the shot. (laughs) Jen looks very puzzled. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. Even though this is our 25th episode, this is only our 24th surprise shot song. Because we didn't do it the first episode. Correct. So um, maybe next week I'll have a special one, but we'll just go with the original. When did it start? The second episode? Second episode. Which was what? Um, Murder and Marble. Oh, yeah. But the... um, No one's ever covered that episode but us. So we came out the gate doing this podcast with an episode that no one else has covered yet. And that, that's still, like, one of our yeah. favorite episodes. Yeah. We get trapped. And a lot of these episodes... we, I mean me. Because <laughs> if you listen to Talk Murder, a lot of these episodes, the mainstream murder true crime podcast don't even cover. That's true. You did say that we were the first ones to do the Robert Garrow. All right. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. 
we don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Oh, uh, you suck. Cheers. Ooh. Some sort of Bailey's? Oh, yeah. Bailey's pumpkin spice? Oh! Is that it? Bailey's Winner! pumpkin spice. Boom! I oh. like that very much. That was lovely. Hmm. That would be delicious in coffee. Very oh. good. I, w- I can't wait for us to do another brunch episode. I have some more if you guys want it. Yeah. I, have... I mean, not like right this minute, but yeah. Um. So, yeah, Nicole. Good job. Nicole. Good job. You. I have a new segment that that you get to lead tonight since you get that. Thank you. A new segment? Well, it's not a new segment. It's just some uh, something to read. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We've got a new Patreon subscriber. Ooh. I don't know. Her name is Brooke. Brooke. Oh, wait, when did this happen? About an hour ago. Oh, nice. Thank you for supporting our alcoholism in our podcast. But mostly the alcoholism. Brooke, let us know what you think of the last episode we posted, Charlie Starkwater. I'm also posting the deleted content from our last episode, number 24. Um, come on, Dell and light my fire. Come on down Dylan and light my fire. fire. What'd you guys think of that episode, for all? Try to set the was, light on fire. Honestly, it's hard because we're all at, like, different tolerance levels sometimes. And, like, we're all coming from different moods from work and stress. But, you know, that episode, we were all in sync. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. great moods. All at the same drunken level. Tearing up my heart It was, it was just a night where everything you. clicked. You know, I yes. mean, you, John, you do such a good job editing that it seems probably like to our listeners, every episode clicks. Yes. If they only I do. also do other good jobs. Can you start naming them of everything I do good? I think we're just going to stop it there. Yeah. But um, installing light fixtures. Yeah. Jen, Nicole, what? So I said tonight's hint was nose job was nose job. What do you think mm. it's about? Um, a killer plastic surgeon. Ooh. Like Dr. Death? Yeah. Um, I think the killer had a very distinguishable nose and went... Like Owen Wilson. And had plastic surgery to help hide his identity. Or maybe it's a Pinocchio killer. Or no, Luke Wilson. Which one has the, the Owen nose? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Which one tried to kill himself? Owen oh. Wilson. When was that? I uh, was a couple years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, that's sad. They're both good actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, guys. Where are we going? Los Angeles. Florida. 1984. 1998. I also have that still stuff. I think there are some movies that depict women in a very positive role. And then some movies that put them in a little bit more of a negative role, but by the end of the movie, they show that woman power that I know we all have, such as movie Pretty Woman. We had a wonderful, beautiful woman, Julia Roberts, and she was having a rough time. But you know what? She came out on top and she didn't let anybody stay in her path. She was also a prostitute, which is why, most likely why this lady... Um, which was 2012 Miss Ohio, very pretty. She got third place in Miss USA. That was the Miss USA competition. Mm-hmm. But isn't Miss USA the one that our president funded? Or is that yes. a different one? I don't know. 
So yeah, I'm in South Carolina. Yeah, all right. Oh, so yeah. the full video. We have to address it. The full video the of that. year? No, that was Miss South Carolina was like 2007, maybe? Yeah, so the full video of that, which I pulled from HLN, if I would have not cut that and just continue play, they mentioned the South Carolina. Oh, so this is like a reel of the worst. No, no, it's ever. not the worst. It's just the narrator is like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of Miss South Carolina, where oh, she's yeah. like. <laughs> in that which Iraq. Iraq and- is, in on, <laughs> is, is in this part of the United States or whatever. I don't know what she said. <laughs> We're from South Carolina. And hey, I don't care what anyone says. That's the damn right answer. Miss South Carolina, you had the damn right answer. Now, I, I come up for you now. Only in America. I'm drunk already. Oh, we don't, dear. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. I love South Carolina now. All right. That was Audrey Bolt, or maybe it's Bolte, B-O-L-T-E. She is best known for being named Miss Ohio 2012. And... She was, as I said, competing in the Miss USA. She got third place, but probably because of that comment she made. Probably not the best movie reference. Anyway. Um, so was the question, like, what, what's a powerful, like, female? Yeah. So they were asking, like, yeah, what? There's quite a few others. Kind of like, of. yeah. She could have picked, like, Aaron Brockovich, another Julia Roberts I don't movie. even think it was, I don't even think it was a movie reference. I, legally blonde. I, I think it was, uh, yeah, what's, um, like, a powerful, you know, uh woman that you know of i mean she could have picked anyone in history but she picked that i don't know whatever she's i know (laughs) rgb queen elizabeth yeah so anyway like literally anyone someone who is a prostitute i mean you know not to bash on them but does anyone want to change their answer now that you saw that video Mm, or or maybe get an addendum while i eat this cherry filled with alcohol well, um, I don't think I have enough evidence to support a change in answer. So you said there's a nose job killer. I did. So a surgeon. I did. We're going to October 12th, 2012. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. no one was close. Whatever. Okay. So she just got out of a serious relationship. So she's back on the market. Now, this was after she won that pageant mm-hmm. you know the miss um ohio or whatever well, she didn't win she was in third place well no she won miss ohio oh but she didn't win third miss USA. usa yeah yeah so now she's ready to meet someone new charming and ready to get back on the market so where does she go she goes to facebook right probably tinder but you know whatever um and she meets this young handsome attractive well-to-do well-dressed plastic surgeon Man, his name is Ryan Poston. They meet through a mutual friend of his. Actually, one of his cousins introduce him. So they're like, hey, now he is a very successful 29-year-old at the time. Well, 28, 29. He's a lawyer. He got out of law school. At first, he was a attorney of law from Kentucky. So he was a Kentucky born and raised. Now, Ryan Poston was in a large family. He grew up in a family that their families knew other families for like 
you know, hundreds of years or whatever. Like, they grew up wealthy. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like, there were, like, a lot of arranged marriages and stuff? Well, not arranged marriages, but, like, if you think of Kentucky, you know, you think of the Kentucky Derby, all you know, the horses, oh, the, the lands, homes. the fancy homes, the farms, the horses. He was Urban. in that lifestyle. He was in that very high net worth. Antibellum. His parents. Well, maybe I don't want to get on the road. That's like a slavery term. Post-Civil War. He was, yeah. So anyway. Um, I just think of like fancy Southern things as that term. Right. I'm from the North. I don't well, know. Kentucky, whatever. not uh, Southern, yeah. But all right. Um, so he was not really like billionaire status, but his family was higher class, upper class. First class citizens. First class citizens. When, all right. So when he went to school thing he was born december 30th 1982 to lisa quarter and jay poston he was the older brother of three younger sisters now he this is how this is how well to do their family is he attended the blessed sacrament school in fort mitchell and then while he was still in high school he attended the international school in manila which is in the philippines the philippines very good third place geography yes and he <laughs> and he attended the International School of Geneva, which is in Switzerland. Switzerland. There you go. All, why, why did I think Genovia? <laughs> All during uh, high school. Genovia. Okay, so Ryan Poston, very good looking. Very, so very, very good looking. Very smart. He's been around the world. Just in high school, he's went to three different international schools. He's very, he comes from a very wealthy family. You know, he is the dream guy. Like, he is so a charmer. Dream. Every woman wants to date this guy, literally. He is. They compared him to that guy on Twilight. Edward the, Cullen? The guy that, like, uh, is, like, the protector. Jacob. The one that protects all. And he's, like, soft-spoken. He's no. a protector. Uh, Jasper. I don't know. I never watched that show. Yeah, Jasper. Jasper. They compared him to Jasper. That's kind of... I'll show you a picture in a minute. I have a feeling we're going to go with Jacob on this no, one. No, Jacob is the werewolf. No, he is Jacob. I'm pretty sure it's Jacob. No, yes, Jacob. Jacob is the werewolf. Yeah, but he's, he's yeah, but trying I've, to protect... I've him. never... Yeah, Jasper... I think it is... No, I think it is Jacob. I've never seen Twilight. I, they, they're the, all... I don't know what the, it's about. Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. This is the person... Uh, he doesn't who, know who that is. Um, yeah, he's Taylor Swift. He dated Taylor yes, Swift. Yes, he did. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Okay, Nicole, I want you to read. So where did I say the story takes place? Ohio. Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking Mid-Ohio. We're at in Kentucky. St. Mitchell. Ohio. Fort Mitchell. Whatever. So, Nicole, will you please read for me? It's really hard to see behind me. Today's new kind of maybe segment. Hold on. Today's new segment. The interesting fact of the day. Interesting fact. Did you know that the world's only ventriloquist museum is in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky? I did not know that, John. <laughs> no. But Jeff Dunham is coming to North Charleston. Also, ventriloquists are fucking creepy. 
really. Okay, also, so let's tie this into Miss Congeniality with the Miss Ohio. Yes. Candace Bergeron, uh-huh. who is the host in Miss Congeniality, she yeah, like yeah. runs the show. Yeah. Her father was a world famous ventriloquist. I forget like what his name it was, but and he was so obsessed with his doll, he like had the doll in the will and not her it was like really like he had his own bedroom and was better treated than his own real life and blood daughter candace bergeron that's weird Maybe you guys should be. Oh, you guys should be a ventriloquist. No, and a ventriloquist I, I like doll. literally just said that's fucking creepy. That's that creepy. It's always been creepy that for would be hundreds of years. Of us dressing up as clowns, like fuck no. Yes, let's do clowns. No, I just want to be cast away. Can we get a van like that to tour? Sure. Yes. Can we trick it out on the inside? Yeah, of course. Okay. Deal. What do you think about his Ryan guy? Seems like a piece of guys, shit. Guys, guess what I saw today on the way home? What the. The planter's nutmobile driving down the highway. <laughs> I swear, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but I, it's true. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What is this?" I thought it was like a cement. I would have put first, salt and on. Then it. I noticed. Then I noticed like the planter's logo, and it literally was a peanut driving down the highway. That's cool. Please pull over your peanut, sir. Uh, stupid. All right, guys, let's get it going. This is a fun story. All right, so. What do you think is going to happen? I can only imagine, like, a child that's allergic to peanuts, like, seeing that and being <laughs> so frightened. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what's going on. All right, Bolt, as you just saw, she is back on the market. She got introduced to this guy named Ryan Poston. Yeah. Now, he is a freaking dreamboat. Everyone in the world wanted to date him. Now, and she's Miss Ohio 2012, right? But so they, the reason she was really attracted to her because she posted some photo or whatever on Facebook, and he made not like a usual comment like guys like "Oh, you're so hot" or "Oh yeah, sweaty." You know, he said something really intelligent and funny and witty because he triple majored in college. Like overachiever, history, geography, and political science. Boring. And he's been all over the world. Don't talk bad about this guy. This guy is smart as hell. Right. I'm just saying those subjects. I, except for political science, I would. I don't think. Actually, I take that back. I don't know if I'd study geography. Those are all my favorite things. I know. I was just thinking. Uh, I was like, I need to take this back because Nicole's going to get so offended. Now, Audrey, they were going to meet. They already planned it. Now, eventually, or. First, they were going to meet right at his condo. He had a really nice condo. That's safe. But eventually, they decided to meet at this little pub called the Milford Inn. It's a little dive bar. It's, it goes by a different name, apparently. Only like people that are in the know, like Ryan Pawson. Pawson? Pawson. Like Ryan Pawson, he would know this little dive bar. Right? So they were going to meet there. Now, so this is Audrey. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. We reconnected through Facebook, and then we started texting back and forth, and then planned a date to meet up. Okay, so that's her. Well spoken. Yeah, she's well, she's actually she seems very smart. Um, and I, and I think that comment she made was smart. I just don't think she. 
thought was, about it at the time. And, you know, in all fairness, it was probably nerves. I can't say that I wouldn't yeah. be someone fucking but I, you know what? A, a worldwide audience. Right. Miss South Carolina, I think your comment was the smartest ever, mm, uh, and you better stick by it, because we need that South Carolina. Who knows? She could live in our, like, in our, near us. Hmm. No, I've already looked her up. My tongue is itchy. <laughs> it's like your castaway with no Wilson. All right. So prosecutors ask her, did you ever meet Ryan? No, he didn't show up, she said. I went to the place to see if he was there and Ryan never showed up. So now you have Miss 2012 Ohio sitting in a bar alone and literally someone stood her up. A guy stood her up. Probably the ah. first time that has ever happened to her, right? Well, happens to everyone. Yeah. Or you could just never be asked on a date. So who the fuck would stand her up? All right, so this guy, as I mentioned earlier, triple majored in history, geography, political science, before he attended law school at the Salmon P. Chase's College of Law in Northern Kentucky University. That doesn't sound very prestigious. He became a practicing attorney at the time in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he eventually opened his own law firm, and he was immediately successful. Okay. Mm. Let me dive a little bit more into him. This is his dad. He looks like Vince Vaughn. From the time he was a small child to the time he graduated law school, he would always kiss us on the cheek and say, I love you. Father and son had a bond, funny at times, like when Ryan asked his dad to take his dress shirts to the dry cleaners. He literally dumps them on my dining room table. He uh, kisses me on the cheek. He says, thank you, and, and goes out the door. And I looked at these clothes, and I counted them, and there were 25 dress shirts. And I'm thinking, wow. I'm thinking, that's like $100. All right, so let me show you what Ryan Poston really looks like, because this guy's a dreamer, right? I don't know. Oh. He's like a mix between Leonardo DiCaprio and Zac Efron. Guys, go to talkmer.com to see... I don't know if he's that cute. ...picture of Ryan Poston. Successful attorney. He's 29 at the time. He has his own law firm. He's very, uh, you know, educated or whatever. If he was a nice person, I'd probably date him. This is Lauren Worley. That's That was his girlfriend for a few years before the incident I'm about to talk about. He so keep that in mind. Type. Mm. Okay, so now let me tell you what happened. So he didn't show up for his date with Miss uh, Ohio 2012. So Because he got killed. Is that what you think? That's what I, I think. think. Is that what you think? I think he's a killer. To kill or to be killed? That is the question. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. This is a 911 call that happened October 12, 2012 in the evening hours. Kevin County 911. Ma'am, I have, I have a, a um, um, call. I, I, I killed my boyfriend in self-defense. Okay, where are you at? Now, this was during the date, right, of Audrey, the, the Miss 2012. Oh. This is why he didn't show up. Oh, okay. Oh, he was going to be two-timing yes. his girlfriend. No, no, no. Well, Or he was attempting to break up with his girlfriend or So that whatever. he could go on the Yeah, date. so... I'm 
couple more times after that? Yeah. How many times did you shoot him total? I don't know. Okay, because he was twitching and you knew he was going to die, so you shot him again? So you shot him instead of calling 911? Well, yeah, like once you... <laughs> well, once you sa- she Holy said that, shit. like, I shot him 10 or 15 minutes ago. I'm like, why didn't yeah. you call, like, right away? I'm going to talk about that. He was twitching. I shot him once, and he kept twitching and making all these noises, so I shot him again. He was going to die anyway. And the dispatcher says, so you shot him again instead of calling 911? Two thoughts. I, two thoughts. <laughs> I, love, I love 911 dispatchers because yeah. they're so on top of Yeah, they're like, skeptical. They, yeah. They literally, they, like, I think back to the grinder killer with, yeah. with the... With that nine 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 yeah. nine, but like also um, even the weepy voice killer. Yes, remember? Yes, the Patreon one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like also that's to me. I know that we haven't really gotten to the details of the case, but that's the difference between self defense and murder. Like, not just in my opinion, but literally. Like yeah. if you're if you're killing someone in the heat of like like because they were coming at you, like that's self defense. But after they're already twitching and they're not like attacking you anymore well i could kind of see another perspective i could see uh, i mean not that i i'm saying i believe this girl completely uh, uh, but i'm putting it in the perspective of if you are seriously threatened for your life and you if you're if i'm putting myself in that position and i'm someone attacked me and i had the and he, that person had a gun on me and i had the ability to take that gun shoot that person I would probably shoot him more than once if I saw that he was moving. But but I would shoot him more than once. At Here's the, the difference. Time. I would shoot him more than once if he was twitching. If I thought he was going to possibly get up and kill me. Yeah, go if, kill if me. He was like, Not, hey, this guy's going to die anyway. I'm going to shoot him right, again. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. the dif- that's the difference between self-defense and murder. <laughs> October 12, 2012. Wow, Miss... That is, or like, almost exactly at that date, but a week behind, October 12th. Yeah. Well... My tongue is itchy. Well, Miss Ohio, 2012, is sitting at that bar all by herself, wondering, why am I so pretty? And I and I get stood up. Oh, my. Life must be so Life hard. Life is so hard for why? you, Miss Ohio. Now, you better be lucky you didn't go to that house. Why am I talking like that? You better be lucky you didn't go to that house. Oh, yeah, because they were supposed to meet up there. Yeah, they were supposed to meet up there. She probably would have gotten killed, too. Yeah, exactly. Now, so, the evening of October 12, 2012. From the 911 call, we can put a picture together. Okay, so Ryan Poston is there with his girlfriend. Her name is Shayna Michelle Hubers. Okay. Now, there's a domestic altercation. She's claiming that there's been domestic violence for months now. Because remember, the operator, the dispatcher asked her, is, there, is this a domestic situation? Has right. this been going on? Yes. So she claims that she threw her, 
Ryan Poston picked her up, threw her out of his condo. And I showed you the picture of his condo. If you guys want to see talkmore.com, you see the picture. He threw Shayna outside of the condo. And she's like, okay, if you want to break up with me, if you think, if you want this to be over, then fine. Just let me get my stuff. That's what she said. She storms back in there. And then she starts getting pounded by this guy. He starts beating her, throwing her against the wall, throwing her against the couch, right? And from her testimony, which you'll hear, he says, you're just a fucking hillbilly. What? And she knows that she's done with him. They're dating. They're boyfriend, girlfriend. They have been on and off for a year now. But this is the last straw. He's done. He says, you know, fuck you, get out of my house. Allegedly. This is all from, it's not like he can testify to any of this. Right. Uh, he's got six bullets in the front of his face. Let me repeat that. She shot him six times in the, face. In the front of the face. What? His, she shouldn't say this. Shooting. But his good-looking, good looks are no more. You're well, just going to have to accept yeah. the fact that yeah. this is not the same anymore. Yeah. yeah, and his twitching and stuff, according to her, she knew he was going to die anyway, so she just went ahead and pop, 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 finished the job. That was like the same beat as the Mario thing. Pop, 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 I'm so gonna have a hard time. Alright, what? Because if I were the girl. Pop, pop, pop. Yes. Rest in peace. If I were, okay, if this was a real domestic, and I don't know enough about the girl yet to have a full judgment on whether or not I think this is bullshit or not. Totally. But if I, like, if I were in that person's shoes, I know I said before that I would shoot again if I thought... Oh, changing your answer, are you? <laughs> if I thought the person... So if I shoot someone, they're down on the, on the floor, and they are and they were uh, abused me to the point where I thought my life was in jeopardy, I killed them, or I shot them, and they were still moving, even if I think that they are probably not going to get up, but they're still, like, But you could, you could also just pop. run out of the apartment, too. I... Mm, but it's kind of like in scary movies where you just like you want to make sure. Yeah, but, but six now, shots to six the face. Excessive. Not not to me. Now a veteran um, of the armed forces of the armed forces, I would reload the clip about thirty times and shoot them. <laughs> right? Yeah, but you were dealing with automatic assault rifles. She probably just had a pistol. Yeah, I would still reload but multiple times. I, I, I would, you, know, you know, cops are trained to to okay. unload their entire clip. That's why you see all these cops. They sh- when they say, oh. He got shot. He shot him twelve times. Well, yeah, because he was unloading his entire clip. That's oh, what they're taught to do. I didn't know that. That's yeah, a fun that, fact. Yeah. So a cop's just not like boom, 
shoot them once, they're supposed to unload the entire clip before so they, they reload. Can reload. That's it. why you see all these cases where, oh, he got shot six times. Well, yeah, because his clip had six bullets in it. So, so yeah, so I I kind of changed know. my first response and say like if even if someone was kind of wriggling alive and even if I knew that they. I don't know. I would probably want to make sure that they were dead. I would probably, if I was going to, I would, if I was going to shoot them to make sure that they were dead, I would probably wouldn't shoot them in the face. I would either shoot them like in the, like in the heart or like maybe like a vital organ. Yeah. Shoot them in the face, Jen. I would honestly probably shoot them in the face. Brainstem. Triangle death right here. We we talked about this last episode. We did? Yeah. Like you're like, please don't, if you're going to kill yourself, don't kill yourself in your ass. Shoot them right in the brainstem. Like shoot them right here. It, it, the brain stem controls everything. Yeah, the b- medulla oblongata. That's is where you should shoot them. Yeah, that's the brain right stem. So, but yeah, but yeah. So so yeah. So I changed my answer from before. I wouldn't shoot just to make sure, like just in the fact that I thought that they would kill me. If they were moving at all, and I thought my life was in danger, I would shoot the fuck out of them until I knew that they were fucking dead. Yeah. Okay, Jen. Sorry. Why do you have your hand I have raised? A question. Oh my god. I have a question. Yes, Jen. Does anyone want a beer? I was just going to suggest that. Okay. Self-defense so, or murder? So, uh, yeah. So, I was just saying, like, you know what? I would fucking shoot somebody in the face six times if I were somebody who who is assaulted. I would. Let's talk about Shayna Hubers. Shayna Michelle Hubers. Who is this girl? Shayna. Who the shit is Shayna? That should be a hashtag. Who the shit is Shayna? Hashtag who the shit is Shayna? Say that three times fast, Jim. Who the shit is Shayna? Who the shit is Shayna? Who the shit is Shayna? Nicole. Who the shit is Shayna? Who the shit is Shayna? How slow is that? Can't do it. Who the shit is Shayna? 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 Michelle Hubers. All right, so her high school friends remember her as someone, quote, driven to succeed. Does she look like someone driven to succeed? All right, here we go. Oh, who that? Oh, my God. Is that by choice or by... Oh, my, it's in Kentucky. Oh. The Mountain Dew mouth right here. Mr. John got all this. Look. I've known her since second grade. Morgan Burroughs grew up near Shana. They went to the same high school. She was very smart, like really, really smart. A lot of people at school knew who she was. Like everybody was like, oh, well, that's the girl that's got good grades and stuff and really really pretty like everybody would always talk about how pretty she was morgan says people considered her driven to succeed a standout student in high school dean's list in college now pursuing her master's in school counseling oh me too that's like jen jen you're a serial killer well not yet i'm not wait whoa wait she's she's not a serial no 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 no. i should have said that she's not a serial killer (laughs) no that was sorry jen you are a killer nope not me. Jen, how many people have you killed in your life? Oh, if I told you now, I would incriminate myself. I'm not speaking without the presence of my attorney. <clears throat> you I don't have learned a lot about this show. All right, how, all right, so how does a 21-year-old meet someone like Ryan Poston? Tinder. The, the up-and-coming successful lawyer from a very high-net-worth family, you know, who has... A frat party. Been to two international schools during high school, majored, triple majored, and is the life of the party and has an energy that just draws people in, as every one of his friends says. It doesn't matter, girl or man, female or male, his, Ryan Poston's energy will bring you in. Hmm. So how does he meet 
a 21-year-old, yeah, she's going for her master's in counseling, but Shayna didn't come from the wealth. She Now, she's a Kentucky girl born and raised. Mm-hmm. Now, she's from them Kentucky parts. Tell you that right now. But she ain't no wealth. In fact, her her family grew up lower than middle class. Now they they just like the rest of us. Now what? How would how would she end up with a guy named Ryan Poston, who is? Oh, look at my beautiful horses and my mares. <laughs> Whatever mare is, I'm not really sure what that is. I think it's an animal or something. So a mare is a female horse. horse. Oh, okay, my mares. How do they end up together? Tinder. Tell us. They end up together because of the power of social media. Oh, okay. Now, her Instagram profile was like any other 21-year-old girl's Instagram profile. And no, hey, if you're 21-year-old and you are a fan of Talk Murder, I'm not talking bad about you. But you probably got 3,000 pictures of yourself doing selfies in, you know, weird places. Even Chick-fil-A, like, you think that's cute. That was her profile until she met Ryan Poston. Then she meets yeah. Ryan Poston, and now there's this really hot lawyer wearing these nice suits on her Instagram. So, of course, she got more followers, right? Oh, yeah, that's how that shit works, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> See, John, you just need to get a suit. Yeah. And then everyone will follow our social media. Their relationship didn't I work. Like, I feel like, well, our, our demographic is mostly female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they see John dressed up in a suit, they'd be like, oh my gosh. They'd be like, Krrr. no, they would not. I'm ugly as shit. I, I disagree. You're not. You're so not, and you know it. You know you're pretty. You're fishing. Am I catching anything? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Now, Ryan Poston immediately fell attracted to Shayna. Now, she was more... He doesn't look like his usual type looking at his ex-girlfriend. Correct. And who he was going to... Yeah, all those models and shit. No, I was just going to say blonde. But, you know... But they have something good. Now, in all the photos I've seen of them, he doesn't really smile. But apparently, Ryan Poston, he looks better when he doesn't smile. That's weird. Is it her dog? Guys, go to talkmer.com. I'm showing them the pictures of both Ryan Poston. Oh, this is her. I was going to say, why do you have... (laughs) (laughs) John, put it in the wrong folder file. (laughs) This is... uh... Shayna. Do you have something Shana, else you'd like to say? No, Shayna was also a model, but honestly, I don't think she was. I, I think, I don't think she's very good looking, to be honest. Um, you don't think Shayna's good looking? She's pretty. Uh, she's pretty, pretty but she pretty. ain't no Miss Ohio 2012. Well, maybe she know. wasn't trying to be Miss Ohio 2012. Not everyone I has to be a beauty queen. Pretty. I think so, too. That's her and her grandma. She seems Aww. very smart and bookwormish. It she reminds me of me and my cousin. Oh, they're both very smart, you know. Well, I mean, one of them didn't say a thing. Okay, this is the gun that... The whole country, but whatever. Okay, so if you go to talkmurder.com, you can see the actual gun used. Now, I'll show you... Now, Ryan Poston was a gun advocate. Now, he was triple major in all these smart things, right? But he also knew that guns 
could save people. He was such a gun fanatic. He had loaded guns all around his house. He had a room like dedicated to guns, right? He had assault rifles, everything. Pistols, revolvers. I this want to is, shoot a gun, not at a person. But This is inside the house. This is uh, Shana right here. Oh, they, these are where the bullets landed. C, B, C, C and D. D. Yeah, D. so the bullets actually exited F, his head. G. I just said E twice. It's okay. It's I'm good luck. All right, so where's that? Now, Shana didn't come from wealth. The Kentucky, the Kentucky horses and the, oh, we're old Kentucky. Wow. We got, we got old money that's been in Kentucky a long time, you see. Drag me away. Drag me only in America. Why, guys, we're doing really good on our harmonizing tonight. Shayna, she's kind of from the lower middle class, you know, but she was also really smart. I mean, you heard her. She was the... Deep Everyone knew her. she was very popular. She was very pretty. Come on, I mean they're they're both pretty. Obviously, Ryan was attracted to her, but they did start dating at first. But it was I mean he she was twenty nine. She was she was twenty one. He was, was twenty nine. That's a big age difference. Uh, yeah. Okay, so she did see that Ryan Poston. They were on and off for months. They couldn't work it out because. They just weren't, they, they were toxic. Trying to see it my way. Only time will tell It was a toxic right relationship. I am wrong. We can work you know, out. You know, when a couple is so drawn to each other and has so much connection, but they're just so toxic. They're just so toxic. They just couldn't work. They're off and on. Now, the night before this happened, she calls her mom. Shana calls her mom, crying hysterically. Because her mom testifies on the witness stand for the defense. Hysterically, she's crying, Mommy, 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 please come get me. Ryan is... <laughs> her mom gets there like literally at two in the morning. And then Shayna, she's like, no, Mom, thanks for coming, but we're going to work it out. The very next night, October 12th, again, she calls her mom, Mommy, Mommy. I, I just shot him in the face six times. And then her mom's like, you probably should call 911. And that's when the 911 call happened. Hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, Now, let me tell you. Who would I call first? Now, Ryan Poston wanted to break up with Shayna the whole time, but he was such a, he was the type of guy that didn't want to just be like, don't ever talk to me again. Get out of my life. Take your shit. Get the fuck out. He was like, so she kept coming back and back and kind of leeching on, you know, even though it wasn't working, it was so toxic. It was just a toxic mess. It was, I mean, that's all it was. It was a toxic relationship. That I mean, that was all you need to know. It was just, it didn't work. And they just, not they, I mean, Ryan was not bold enough to say, get the shit out of my life. You know, even though he told his dad, that's what he wanted. He wasn't bold enough to say that. So she just kept coming back. And then she found out, hey, you got a date with Miss Ohio 2012. And I'm some 21-year-old that don't compare to her, right? Right. Yeah. 
So was it self-defense or was it jealous rage? Hmm. Because remember, she said on the 911 call, if you want to break up with me, I'll just get my shit and leave. Do you remember that when she said that? He threw her out. And then he was like, and then she was like, if you want to break out with me, I'll get my shit and leave. Do you remember that from 911 call? I, I if you do. don't remember that, rewind your iPhone like, I don't know, 15 minutes. She said that. Hmm. So that was like the night that he was like done with her. He had a date with a supermodel next yeah. month. That, that night, he's like, you got to go. This is too toxic. Hmm. I got a date with Miss Ohio 2012, third place in Miss USA. And the only reason she didn't win first place because she brought up Julie Roberts and her role as a prostitute. I'm sure that's not what he said to her, but... You know, he's thinking it. Yeah, he's thinking it, right? And I'm not trying to make fun of it, but I'm trying to get you to understand there was a very toxic relationship between the two. So you guys understand that, right? I do. Because there's only one reason you shoot someone six times in the fucking face. A scorned woman. (gasps) Yes, Jen, Jen, what's the real quote? A woman scorned. And I'm going to look it up because she said that same thing. Hell in, hath no fury like a scorned woman. Yes. <laughs> Big hand to Jen. Thank because Shayna. From the Bible. Is it? No. <laughs> I'm just questioning it because uh, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Hell hath no fury like a scorned Woman scorned. That is exactly what Shayna Huber said during her interrogation video. I'm about to show you the interrogation Whoa, video. This show just started. This oh, show no, just I'm started. Get to tonight. Uh, no, listen. Yeah. No, we will. Uh, listen. I don't want I have I want Chinese food. I'm gonna play deliver. all right. So what happened? She got so what happened? She gets arrested, right? Right. 911 call, they come and get her. Now she's, the police take her to the jailhouse and they they give her her Miranda rights and they ask her, do you want an attorney? And she says, yes. But then she just keeps talking. On an idiot. And, and, and I will tell you, you don't have an attorney. One thing about she doesn't understand how this thing works. And this is the first. This is the first killer I want to actually write a letter to. I want to say, listen. I, I want to say something to you, Shana. Just stop talking. <laughs> You can't say that to a woman. It's not okay. <laughs> no, seriously though. Oh, like, seriously, if I ever get arrested for anything, I know. <laughs> just, stop just like, like for anything, I know. For like anything. I literally. Okay, so I Help literally, me. I literally pranked my friend, at, like one of my work friends, because she's afraid, like deathly afraid of sharks, and we got this cute little shark figurine in Lost and Found, and I literally held it for like. 30 days, which is the minimum that you have to keep something before you can be like, okay, I want this. And so I sent it to her in interoffice mail to her club. And so today she posted a picture on Facebook that was like, whoever sent this to me, I want to know. And so all my, all my friends are like, whoever did this is a genius. And like, and like, uh, there, it was, it was just very funny and it was me. But like, and so now, so now I want to, so I haven't responded to anything on the pa- Facebook post because the next thing I'm going to put is I want an attorney. <laughs> if there's one police interrogation video you ever see. It is of this one. Now, the Jody Arias testimony is really funny. She actually does a handstand what? during Jody Arias or this girl, Jody Arias. But and remember, Jen, I told you earlier, I have a competitor for you. Who? 
Jody Arias? No, with the singing. Yeah. Oh, this oh. is Shayna. This is after they... She right. just kept talking. I'm ready. <laughs> la, 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 la. Fuck me, I can't beat that. This is in the police interrogation room when no one's there but her. It's actually beautiful. beautiful Thank you. people have been on that floor like you wear shoes in a police interrogation room although shoes are an imprisonment for the feet I do have to say I don't like shoes or socks read this one because I did I did yes I did what the fuck She says, I did it. I did it. I can't believe I did it. She shot him in the face. I did it. Yes, I did it. Now, that is not the only crazy thing. And I'm going to be showing you more of her. (laughs) She's fun. A very... Yeah, this is a great episode. Okay, so I'm thinking the title of this episode. You know, babe, like... I gotta give... Can I take a second and say props to John... For coming up with this episode, when we did one, what was the last day that we did one? Wednesday. When I don't know, it feels like it is like such a quick turnaround. Uh, yes, I, well, I, well, it was because you were editing the other one. I do have to say though, all right, will you stop? We're complimenting you, and you I know that's how I really get it all in, Jen. He, he gets off on compliments, I guess. So we're not supposed to compliment him then. And <laughs> At least you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nicole, this is what you should say to him. No, no, no. Anyway. I, I do have to give you props for, um, you know, it's our 25th episode, and I just have to say, like, John, you do such a great job with your research and um, finding these stories for us. And yeah, because you did put you put out the last episode on Saturday morning. Like, you were editing. We recorded on Wednesday or Thursday. You edited nonstop, got it out on Saturday or Friday night, right? Friday night. It was Saturday morning. It was done. And but, now it's Monday night, and we're ready to roll. But again. not, e- but not even, not even that. I'm just talking about in general. Like you find these murders to talk about, and um, it's it's just it's fun, and I'm glad that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in my shirt now. <laughs> Stop. Come on, keep going. I don't know if I want to. It's kind of uncomfortable <laughs> at this point. <laughs> no, but just good job. And Thank thanks for keeping us going. It's um, It's been fun. I just want to get in a right band and go toward the country. I'm like, tearing, I'm tearing up. Huh. You guys are... I can't wait to get in a right band and toward the country. Okay, as long so, as I don't John. get right in this van, I'm okay with you it. You remember that South Park where Quagmire buys a... South Park and Quagmire... Oh, no, no, uh, family, guy, family Guy where Quagmire buys a, a big RV. It yes. says country tour. And then Peter's like, doesn't country have an... Should have an O in it? 
<laughs> I love Family Guy. Yeah. My favorite episode is when they're all on the boat and like they're eating Joe's legs and he's like, you're eating yeah. me. <laughs> I, Brian's uh, my favorite, man. When uh, the uh, Faster Than the Speed of Love, <laughs> like his book that came out, and Stewie's like, yeah, it's so great. <laughs> you know, Kyrie Irving just guest starred on Family Guy this past week. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that shit, man. Props to him. He also does uh, Cosmos. He's a smart dude. Seth MacFarlane. He, he was supposed dude. to be on one of the nights. Cosmos. He was supposed to be on one. Shout out Seth MacFarlane, man. You are a you're you're a boss. Did he you is. Do- and we appreciate you. He was supposed to be on one of the 9-11 planes, actually. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Oh, he, wow. Yeah, he got drunk and he passed out yep. in the airport and he missed his flight. Yep, that's <laughs> an epic survival. Yeah, no story. ship, because that was like before Family Guy really took off. Yep. So. Wow. Remember Stop how Family Guy man. got canceled, but then they brought it back because it was so good? Yeah. Dude, I knew from day one that that shit was going to be fucking phenomenal, man. Yes. I was a fan way before all those ratings it and shit. seems today... That all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values on which we can rely? Now it's a family guy. Laugh and cry. He's a family guy. That's a great show. I do love that show. Shane Ubers would send Ryan Post in nonstop messages. He would respond uh, once in a while. Uh, the, the, the ratio is somewhere, depending on the situation, if there was a, you know, if he was trying to break up or, or move on, she would send him 100 messages to his one response. Many times he would just turn his phone off. During that period of time, um, you, you mentioned a request to take her to the airport. Yes. During the course of those conversations between them, did the defendant say why she needed to go to the airport? She was going to fly to Hawaii. Why? Uh, the Aunt Kia was dying again. Dying again? And she needed... What, what was her request of Ryan? To ride her to the airport. And to that, what did he say? He agreed to do it, yes. Did she say anything about... The type of ticket she had? She said that she was buying a one-way ticket. You searched um, the defendant's phone, emails, her uh, computer history. Did, did you find a ticket to Hawaii, one way? No, there was no tickets and uh, there was no communication with anybody else about going to uh, Hawaii either that Sunday. She had had some text messages back and forth with the Aunt Kia um, and no indication that she was getting on a plane that Sunday and flying out there. Yeah, I bet he hates us. <laughs> I mean, he's got to deal with these kids, murders. He's like, man, I'm too... Too old for this Too old for this Fucking kids, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> he seems like a good detective, though. All right, all right let me see. Where are we at? All right, so she, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have to dig into this, guys. You guys understand she was crazy as shit, right? Correct. She was a, she was clinging on to someone that. Yeah, I get it, but I'm just saying, if it was something that was truly self defense, 
I would. But it's not self-defense if you see the thousands of text messages she sent. And thousands, thousands. I mean, he just said he would send she would send 100 to his one before he finally turned his phone off. He, he texted one of his friends that said she is emotionally and physically draining. I I wish she would just leave me alone. Like she was a, a leech. Ooh. I mean, that's the word. I mean, I'm sorry, but I, I want you guys to understand that it was it was a toxic relationship that had a night that just went crazy. I hope like I'm never that clingy because I can't deal with clingy people. So you, I, you wouldn't be. Thank you, Nicole. You wouldn't be a stage five clinger. I appreciate that analysis. You're welcome. All right, guys, let's have some fun. Okay, I'm already having fun, but let's continue. Let's see some of these videos that you guys want to see. You've been begging me. The guys at TalkMurder.com have been begging me. John, please. Please. Please let me see some of this crazy-ass woman's police interview craziness. I'll give you what you want. And I just picked up the gun. And in the middle of him doing something with his arm or saying something crazy, Sean. And I thought, oh my God, what have I done? You know? And he was laying with his face on the table, like twitching. And so... I knew he was going to die a very slow and painful death. I knew he was already dead, you know, and within the next 20 seconds, within the next two minutes, I knew he was going to be dead. And he was in a lot of pain. He was twitching, he was moaning, but he was ultimately dead. And so stop right here. I shot him. Love it. Not time. Okay. If someone was assault, like I'm going back to the, if someone was assaulting me, if someone was hurting me, and I say they're on the floor, face down, face up, whatever they are, I shoot them and they are about to die, but they're twitching. In my mind, I'm probably thinking I'm gonna fucking shoot them as many times as it takes to kill them. I'm not thinking. Let me put them, put him out of my, put put him out of their misery. But the fact is, did she kill him for self-defense or did she kill him because she was about to go out with Miss Ohio 2012? Um, I don't think it was self-defense because, like I said, there's a difference between, like, killing someone as they're attacking you and you're fearful they're going to get up and, like, continue attacking you. Pow, pow, pow. Oh, that was a... a person that's on the Are you thinking of the Mario thing? That is great, like, dude. Holy shit. That's your new theme song. Yeah. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. All right, let me continue this video. Uh, no, no, I'm not oh, talking. So, I mean, there's a difference between, like, like pow, 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 and, like, like killing them, like, shooting them, like, because you're, like, think that they're going to come up and attack you. But when he has his head on the on the table... You're right. He's face down. Now he's we have that twitching. detail. Uh, uh, like this. <laughs> Jen is twitching for the record. <laughs> like like that. Like, he's not going to get up and attack you. He was dead within the next 20 seconds. And then she changes it to two minutes. Two minutes is enough time to call an ambulance. Two minutes is enough time to decide whether he's, like, like are you going to kill him or are you going to, like, 
I don't know. It's I uh, I don't think it was self defense. And maybe initially the initial response was self defense, but the decision to kill him was a murder. All right, maybe I should maybe I should go over real quick what she testifies happened. She she was thrown around by Ryan that night, which is unfortunate. Now I want to point it's out not okay, it's not okay that he did that. I'm not defending him doing that. No, I I do need to point out. Go ahead, go ahead. That is very very important. That police detective, the one that handled the case, Bill Birkenhauer, saw no bruises, saw no cuts, saw no scrapes on her at all. She had nothing, no injuries whatsoever. Hmm. So her testimony is okay. He was calling. He said, "You fucking hillbilly, you fucking Kentucky hillbilly, you just get out." And then she said, "Well, let me get my shit, and I'll get out, right?" And then she testifies that he, because he had loaded guns all around the house. There was one loaded gun that I showed you earlier, the murder weapon, right. on the table. She says he was reaching for that gun. That's her testimony. So she grabbed the gun and shot him because she thought she was going to die. I'm very confused about the whole layout of this story because I feel like it's changed multiple times. Because one time she said that if he's at the table, he's sitting on the table. How is she going to grab it from him if she's on the ground? Because at one point she did say she was on the floor. He threw her on the floor. Exactly. Here's Let me tell you my theory. I I do think he was calling her a fucking hillbilly and stuff like that. I do think that. I mean, it's very clear that he was trying to break up with her. I think, yeah, I think he was done with her and I think he was throwing her around and I think she just got sick of it and just grabbed the gun and but, shot him. But I don't... if she was throwing him around, um, just to play devil's advocate... It is self-defense. It, that's correct. If he was throwing her around and she shot him to stop him from t- from throwing her Especially around... Especially if he self- had a gun on him. That's correct. It is self-defense, but it's no longer self-defense if he is not... Like, it, it, like it's no longer self-defense after the fact. After he, she shot him and then waited two minutes and then shot him again. There's, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm also... Uh, but but yeah. no, to retract my train of, thro- uh, train of thought, um, if he's throwing her around, how... And they say that she had no bruises, no injuries, nothing. No grab marks, no red marks on her body. Was he? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I, 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 I understand. Like, I'm not trying to say that she's lying because, like... You know, there's is so much stuff going around about like the Me Too movement and like believing the victim. And yes, like if there's some a victim out there who's genuinely been abused in any way, you know, you want to believe their story, you want to support them. And I'm not saying that she's not a hundred percent. I'm yeah. not saying that she's lying about this 100. percent I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate and trying to figure this out on my own. Yeah, I want to bring this up now since you just said Me Too movement. Nancy Gray says, "Quote: Going into that courtroom, Shayna Huber's had something very important going for her. That is that we are all now aware of domestic abuse. Now she's talking obviously about the Jody's Aries case um, and all that stuff." Which we haven't covered yet, so I don't know all the details on that. Right. But that's a very good statement. But um, that'll be a good case to cover, though. I can't wait for yeah, that Yeah. Um, that might be one of the four... Maybe. Oh, four I don't months. know. Yeah. That, I mean, she has a lifetime. I do. a good four-part one. Okay. Let me get let me get on with this now. Let, let me do this uh, okay, rest of this ahead. video. I killed him. So that he wouldn't suffer. 
shot him, I think I shot him twice, thought he was completely dead and he was laying there still twitching and making noises. And I shot him in the head. I probably should have left it there, but I knew he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Or have a very deformed face. And you were concerned. And I knew... He was already dying. He was already, he was dying. But I just walked around the table and shot him where I knew he would die immediately. It's fast. His obsession with guns killed him. You know, I would have never, I'm so Democrat, I would have never touched a gun in my life until I dated him. I'm so Democrat, I would have never touched a gun in my life until I dated him. Well, I feel like that's contradictory, at least, because in, her, in her previous yeah. photos that you showed, yeah. she was in a shooting range. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So perhaps that is also from her time with dating this guy. There, but, remind me to bring up the shooting range photo. There's something that she said to someone that testified against her. Basically, she texted her friend that said, I'm going to shoot my boyfriend and pretend like it's an accident and she <gasps> sent that at the shooting range i was going to bring that up later but she said that at the shooting Ooh. she texted that to a friend that actually testified against her just listen keep listening well I guess the hillbilly finally came out in me. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. That should be the title. (laughs) Yeah, so hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. You remember that. (laughs) Don't fuck with her. All right. One more short video. I don't know if anyone will ever want to marry me if they know that I killed a boyfriend in self-defense. I don't know if anyone will ever marry me if they knew I killed a boyfriend in self-defense. I agree, girl. <laughs> yeah. That's why you just don't. Funny, I wouldn't leave with that. He was saying that he was so abusive while he was... You got to remember, she is tweeting like a bird right oh, now. Do you remember that show? They read her her Miranda rights and said, you don't have to say shit, and she just kept tweeting like a bird. Like just fucking... Rah, 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 rah. I got all this stuff to incriminate me. Do you remember that show, Baggage? It was like on cable network TV, but it was like people. It was like a dating show, but they would have like suitcases. Yeah, and like have their like oh, baggage. Yeah. Like she would be a perfect candidate yeah. for that show. It's fucking awful. Throwing me around the room. I'll never forget. Well, I think in the midst of that, my love turned to hate. I remember screaming. Reaching up to grab the shirt. You out there. You mock my family out there. Tell them that. Please, please, my mother and my family. If I don't get any serious consequences, then I could 
really be happy just having a career and maybe not even ever getting married. Maybe I can have a career. (laughs) I think the saddest part is is she thought that she was really doing herself good by confessing all of this because her defense was self-defense. Like holy shit! (laughs) Like you are (laughs) you are putting yourself in a hole. Like she really thought that this was going to help her because she was explaining the reasoning behind her self-defense. But then it just turned into this is clearly not just self-defense. This is very traumatic, you know. She thinks she's going to get a career after this. For me, it's like Brendan. Oh, I gotta go back to sixth period. <laughs> I have to know that I did that. I don't know. That I told every day. I love you. Okay, so um, obviously the jury heard all this. Um, now, all the- I want to interject something real quick because this kind of takes a twist before the trial, a twist that I could barely even fit into this story because it's so just fucking weird. You guys want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Because <coughs> this weird, man. I It barely even fits in the story, but all right. Can I ask where the nose job fits in? Yeah, I'm curious. He hasn't Is gotten that there we're yet. getting there? <laughs> I love that we knew his response just by the look on his face. Shayna makes... She makes news... Now she contacts this news station. Oh no! Oh, I think it's called. All right, it's called W. I think it's W B O Y. Is news on the nine? W boy. And <laughs> <laughs> it's boy. really weird. But wait, I just have to. I um, just want you to repeat that. She contacted them. Done. WCPO.com. on new uh, nine on your side. That's what it's called. Oh. And she told, all right, so I watched this entire interview. It's about 45 minutes. It's on talkmurder.com. It's also on YouTube if you guys are fucking assholes and don't want to click on my goddamn ads. Anyway. He works really hard on those on his website. Please just click on his ads. Yes, click we on We don't my... want to face his wrath any longer. <laughs> so she did this 45-minute interview with this guy from, he's, he's an ABC affiliate. The journalist was obviously trying to ask about the murder and what happened October 12, 2012. She kept saying, I'm not talking about that. Oh, God. I brought you guys here for something else. Okay. (laughs) And that something else is because... I don't want to know, but I do. Go on. Because she is getting... She doesn't want her... Oh, God, I, I don't even know. How she this contacted is. them because she's getting a nose job. Is that what this is? She. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna place one video and then I'm gonna try to describe what the fuck she's talking about. I don't want to talk about my case with you. I'm not here to talk about the nature of my case or what happened on October 12th. What Shana Hubers wanted to talk about was her filing to marry fellow inmate Richard McBee, what? a transgender woman who identifies as Unique <laughs> Taylor. What? We're only contacting you all to make sure that those rights are respected and that this process is not thwarted I could because of who we are. That's what we were afraid of going into it is that it would be thwarted because of... Okay, the, do you understand why I couldn't get Wait, it out? what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can okay. you summarize? No. What the fuck just that. Just mean? listen. You guys got to understand why well, I couldn't even say it because it's so weird. Just listen. 2012, and you say, if I could turn back the clock, I would just walk out of the condominium and I would leave. I don't. He is asking her about what happened 
the night that he she shot Ryan Poston in his face six times. And this is what she said. I'm not here to talk about the nature of my case or what happened on October 12th. What Shana Hubers wanted to talk about was her filing to marry fellow inmate Richard McBee, a transgender woman who identifies as Unique <laughs> Taylor. Perfect. We're only contacting you all to make sure that those rights are respected <laughs> and that this fuck? process is not thwarted because of who we are. Wait, That's what we were afraid of going into, lips. that it would be thwarted because of who we are and because of the things that we've done in our lives. Through our discussion, oh I am God. able to bring up her case periodically. I have Most a of the Q and A, I yeah. admit, Pause went this, like. Please. I'm just trying to. I'm not. I'm not poking fun. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. She called the media to her. Yes. To talk about the fact that she was trying to marry one of her fellow inmates. Who was a man. No, no, no. He's still a man and cannot transform into a woman because he's a fucking inmate. He can't even change his... Alright, so Richard McBee... the same prison. No, they they met in prison. Richard McBee, her new... The new Girlfriend. guy, well, she doesn't want to use any gender-specific words, but yes, he is a guy, but he he is also, he, he's yeah, non-gender. He's, a male, he's biologically a male, but he identifies as a female. No, he is non-gender-specific. Okay, so he identifies as a non-gender-specific person. Yes, and his, his name that he wants to be called is Unique Taylor. New Unique New York. So she York. contacts the media. Everyone wants to know about what actually actually happened on 2012 what went down for real and she contacted the media and they all think she's going to confess or just say something and she goes no i brought you here to make sure that my rights to marry this person person of gender unspecified gender unspecified gender non-specified non-specified gender doesn't get thwarted quote and the reporter's like <laughs> what the fuck? What about the fucking murder? So, you shot your boyfriend six times in the face. You know what I'm talking about that? I'm just very confused because, <laughs> like, like I understand, like, I okay, so this is, you know. I, Sorry, I, I'm not making fun of people no, like that, but what no, the not, shit, no, man? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm very confused. So she didn't call, the, she called the press conference, she called for the interview to make sure that her rights were not being yes. violated. So she she could get it out so in the public that she wants to get married and she wanted the the public to know so you, you know the the jail system or the state won't deny it in any way because now she's got the public backing. Does that make sense? So she's just trying to bring awareness to um, like same-sex marriage or, or marriage equality. She shot her boyfriend in the face six times and she's worried about getting married, married to a guy. A I don't want to tread there, but... A transgendered person. Yes. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. This was when she was in jail. So she was in right. jail for a few years. It, the murder happened in 2012. She stayed in jail. Now, she never went to a prison system because at the time prisons so, were so overfilled. So, so she just went she from jail to jail. I mean, it is. I mean, I, th- what's weird is you're not. I'm just clarifying for our listeners. You're not saying that. The I'm not trying to make fun. No, you're not saying the marriage is weird. The purpose just, of her interview is strange, which it is. Yeah. And the the reason I'm playing this video, listen to the last few seconds of this. This is the reason I'm playing it. Not because of the gender person she's m- trying to marry, but because she says this one thing, which is very creepy. Okay. And then you can summarize it after she says it. What do you want them to know 
about your self-defense claim from 2012. I'm not here to talk about 2012. But remember that first question about whether someone can change? So how have you changed? You, re you referenced that you're much older now and that you've changed. So how have you changed? I how are you I've, different than October 2012? I think I've grown up a lot. And um, I think I've been through a lot. And um, I think I was a young girl um, then, and I think I'm a woman now. And I think that... Um, Do you think you would handle situations differently now then? Yeah, I think I would handle things differently now as a 27-year-old than I did as a 20-21-year-old. If that same situation played out today, it wouldn't play out that way. That's a big statement on your, your part. You see what she said? Look at her. <laughs> She's like, uh... Don't I you think? I, I guess it is, but I do believe that play, I've been through a lot in my life. But I didn't hear it. She's basically said... All right, the guy asked her, what's different now? Oh, she's now a woman. She's now grown up. Well, would this same scenario in 2012 play out differently now? And she said, yes, it would. I'm more, quote, mature now than I was when I was 20. She, so she's saying basically, like, I wouldn't have shot him now, being older. First question about whether someone can change. So how have you changed? You, re you referenced that you're much older now and then you've changed. So how have you changed? I how are you I've, different than October 2012? I think I've grown up a lot. And um, I think I've been through a lot. Like how she and, licks her lips, um, it's so weird. I think I was a young girl um, then, and I think I'm a woman now. And I think that... Well, ew, um, so you think weird. you would handle situations uh, differently like now? Then? Yeah, Ugh. I think I would handle things differently now as a 27-year-old than I did as a 20-21-year-old. If that same situation played out today, it wouldn't play out that way. That's a big statement on your, your part. <laughs> like... <laughs> I guess, I, I guess well, it is, but I there. do believe yeah, that I've been through a lot in my life since then, said. and I'm, I'm a lot more mature. Um, I have <laughs> more experience with people. Licking. There's a lot of unknown That's about how the second trial will play it. out and what strategy her new leak... She didn't say it would play out the same. She said it would play out differently. She's... Exactly. But what you say? Which means I won't She's shoot older, him in the face. I shot him six times in the face, like I did. That's what she's. It's what it's what it sounds like to people like me that yeah, think she's a I fucking agree. loon. Anyway, I think she's a loon. Well, yeah, I do. But like, what if if she's more mature now? So she would have handled it differently. AKA, I wouldn't have shot my boyfriend six times in the face. Well, that's good though, isn't it? Am I How incriminating is that, though, Jen? Like, I mean, think about it. During the trial, Nancy Gray said she's got the domestic violence right, uh, right, right. public sentiment. Yeah. Now, I want to point out there was five women on the jury. But, and the thing that you guys have been waiting for all along, what the jury heard that I think really put the nail in her coffin was this. It's very vain. One of our last conversations we had that was good was that he wants my best friend who's a dentist to do his veneers and wants to get a nose job. Just that kind of person. And I shot him right here. I gave him his nose job. He wanted... <laughs> the fuck? I oh gave him God. the nose job he wanted, a.k.a. I shot him six times in the face. Oh, my gosh. And, quote... From Shayna, I finally gave him the nose job that he's wanted. <laughs> There's your hand, wow. baby girl. <laughs> uh, what do you think the jury did with that? <laughs> like, 
like, what the fuck? Well, what did they do with that? I okay, shit. For years. Yeah, no shit, man. It was a four-day trial in 2015. Now, they invited... In case you guys want to believe that it was self-defense, and I, I know, know you guys, I know Nicole is thinking about that. They got three of her jailmate inmates, because they always do this. This is her cellmates. She was trying to make people believe that he was abusive to her. She would throw furniture around to make it seem like there was a fight. And what did she say it really happened? That she was the aggressor in the fight. There was three inmates that had talked to her that came to testify that said, yeah, she didn't give a shit about. I mean, she loved them, but if she couldn't have them, nobody could. And she was the aggressor. In fact, when the detective looked at her entire body, there was no bruising or anything. She was out to murder this guy because she because she knew she was getting the boot. And he was about to go with Miss Ohio 2012, and she was about to be permanently out of the picture. This is what the jury heard. This is why the prosecution, even though it had five women, and they went all through the messages to prove that she was batshit crazy. She has an amazing voice, by the way. She does. Better than Jen. Jen, I'm sorry. You have a great voice, but shit, man. It's not like... That version of Amazing Grace was... That was, that was yeah. amazing. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I mean, my voice is like, I can carry a tune sometimes. I do, um, appreciate you guys putting up with me singing every week in you and our listeners, but, uh, yeah. All right. So let's finish it up. So Chinese food. All right. The verdict 26 year old Hubers at the time, 2015 found guilty and sentenced to 40 years in prison. But. And a big surprise, the judge threw out the entire Whoa. conviction and trial. Why? Because there was one person, a one juror named David Craig that had fell behind on his child support payments since 1992, which was 24 years since this trial. So for 24 years, he hasn't been paying child support. Basically, that makes him a felon. And when he signed the jury paper checking I'm not a felon, right, in 2013 to serve on the jury, Mm -hmm. he was in fact a felon, even though he didn't know it. But by Kentucky law, you cannot have a felon on the jury. Damn it, David. So they threw out the case altogether, was going to a retrial. The Campbell County Circuit Court Judge Fred A. Stein threw out the conviction in August 2015. In total, the defense received 5,261 pages of social media data from Huber's Facebook account, 15,601 pages of social media data from Poston's Facebook account, just to give you the kind of research they did, over 23,000 messages from Huber's phone alone, 38,000 from Poston's phone um, 3,389 jail phone calls from Huber's totaling hundreds of hours of recording. In fact, at one point she requested to be out on bail, but she had reportedly called her mother and said, as soon as I see an open door, I'm leaving. As soon, I'm going to do everything I can to escape. So they deemed her no flight risk. I didn't play that video, but she got denied on that bail. Um, so... Finally, they retrialed her 
Okay, this was last month. Whoa! Wow. Yes, this was in August. Hubers was probably exhibiting signs of borderline personality disorder and complex PTSD when she shot Poston. That's what her psychologist said. He said she was also probably showing signs of secondary sexual abuse trauma and sexual dysfunction, which showed up in her text messages. No, I'm reading this straight from Cincinnati.com website. Okay. When prosecutors ask if Hubers probably knew what she was doing when she shot Poston, the psychologist said, yes, um, there is no insanity defense, he said, not a chance. Now, he thinks there's some of Hubers' behaviors, including an unwillingness to leave an abusive relationship and frantic efforts to avoid abandonment match a borderline personality disorder diagnosis. The 75 text Huber sent from to Poston in one hour on a spring 2012 day and coming to his condo without an invite multiple times are examples of trying to avoid real or imagined abandonment. That's what the psychologist says. Right. Becoming promiscuous issues of changing self-identity and self-damaging behaviors, including drinking to the point of blacking out, are other ways she exhibited borderline personality disorder. Cubers also testified on the stand earlier this week to being shoved into the bathroom stall at a high school football game and sexually molested at the age of 16. She also testified that she was molested by a slightly older female friend in her mother's walk-in closet when she was only five years old and in kindergarten. Now, the psychologist said there is circumstantial evidence to support that the day that Huber shot Poston was a PTSD anniversary of when she was sexually assaulted in high school. Um, Also, prosecutors pressed uh, Huber's prior testimony that her father also touched her breast as a minor, but once interviewed the father, um, he did not say yes or no to that answer. The defense attorney, David Eldridge, asked Judge Daniel Zala because they knew she was going to prison. She asked for a, or excuse me, he asked for a 20-year sentence saying that she could be, quote, rehabilitated into a productive member of society, end quote. Shayna Hubers will be eligible parole in 2032. She is serving life in prison. That was the retrial that just happened. Um, And one last quote from her. Quote from Shana Hubers, I knew he was dead when I saw his face stop twitching, end quote. I wasn't expecting life in prison. Life in prison, but she's a female. She'll get out. She, I meant, no, I'm not saying that they got, she's got the domestic abuse stuff. She, she'll get out. I, I honestly, if you want to know my opinion, I, I don't think she deserves to sit in prison for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of other evil people who have done, who have gotten yeah. out far. So I, I would not be mad if she gets out in 2032. I, I wouldn't. But I, 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 I know the family would. But I'm saying, in my opinion, I don't think she's going to be a repeat offender. I don't know. That's just my stance. What do you guys think? I'm on board with that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that she's... She was very young, 
Uh, you, I don't think she was 21 when she happened. You, you she, wanted her to spend the rest of her life. I mean, t- well, at 21, like I was a dumbass too, well, you know. Yeah, no, I understand that. But at the same time, she made the conscious decision to take his life. Like she, like she said, um, you know, like, she, like she knew he was going to die anyway, so she just kept shooting him. But at the same time, like, I mean, I don't know. It's a very, it's a very, like, it's a touch and go kind of case. It's a case, yeah. Yeah. If, if it weren't, I mean, there are a couple of, there are a couple of, um, like, pieces of evidence that would sway me either way. You know, I'm yeah. kind of undecided about it. I am surprised that she got the that much time, I think. I mean, but yeah. the, the, her inmate testimonies were interesting. I think she's just, I, I do think she has some mental issues. I We do some serial killers, like the Evil Brothers, and those, they need to just stay yeah. in a hole. But there, are, I, there are people yeah. that are definitely, I would agree, yeah. I, like, there are people that are definitely evil. I, but I like, cannot see evil, her. And I don't yeah. think that she's legitimately evil. I think yeah. that there's a mix between some, yeah. some mental disorder and some, you know, being in a relationship and being It young. was toxic not relationship. not excuses. Yeah. And I'm it, not making excuses yeah. because she did make a conscious choice. But I, I think if uh, number one, if if he didn't have the gun, I'm not saying guns are bad, but you know, what if he wasn't an avid gun collector and the guns weren't there? The, I don't think there would be a murder. Not blaming it on the guns, but I, I don't think she would have went and bought a gun. You know, I, I don't think she would have made the conscious decision to go buy a murder weapon or go grab a knife. I think the gun was just right there and she was just so just in rage. I don't know, though, because in one part of this, in one part of her story, she said that he grabbed the gun. And the other part of the story, when she was in the interrogation room, she said that he had a lamp in his hand. I, I think he didn't try to grab the gun. I, I think she was just so enraged because she knew that she was out the door and he was moving on and yeah well because I she's mean, a smart girl unfortunately we'll never know what exactly happened because we weren't there and there was no video so Man, i mean I it's know. only it's left to interpretation it's, and yeah we, we we don't have the other side of the story to go off if we only have hers yeah so anyway that's uh that's the shana huber story i'm surprised you guys didn't heard of it she's also known if you actually type in shana hubers in google she is the nose job killer that mm. is her media dub name from okay. that youtube video well thanks guys for listening to talk murder to me Thanks, we're not tacos. we're not going to stop talking john's not going to stop talking and i'm not going to stop singing so Thank you, Tacos. Thank you for these 25 episodes and for supporting us. If you have supported us on Patreon or on our merchandise website or just for being a fan on Facebook, Twitter, or whatever, we really appreciate your support. And we're looking forward to at least 25 more episodes. No, what? 250,000 more episodes. I said at <laughs> least 25. Cheers. Cheers. The 25th key to episode. being really successful in this podcast is all getting really fucking drunk. Yeah, I need another beer. I'm almost yeah, done. That's actually no, true. I'm not ready yet. Well, I'll bring it in for you, and I won't drink it until you're done. I want a shot, man. I don't no, want to drink. No, no, I can't no drink beer shots, like you, Jen. We've had like four shots. I'd rather have a shot than a beer. I, I'm in it to win it. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that leave me because they can't put up with me. Mm-hmm. I don't see why I'm a catch. <laughs> 
How are you going to get a beard in I'll just, four days? I'll get a fake beard and wear you a just banana like, hammock. You do is take a little cork. Well, you're right. You don't do a good job of cleaning because you put Nicole's cast iron part in the dishwasher. It's a fucking pan. No. It's not just a pan. Tacos. No, tacos. 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 T-A-L-K-O-S. Mostly because the name talk is in talk murder to me and the three of us fucking love tacos. How about talk murders? Because <laughs> he just saw how excited I was and now he just took it all away. Hey, I want to say something. I'm taking the shark one so you don't have a meltdown. All right. You guys ready to get started? Yep. Yeah. We usually take two shots. We already did. Yeah, but that was like a half a shot. Well, do you have any more surprise shots? No. Well, oh well. Does anyone want to do a shot or something? I don't not want to do a shot. Well, what can we do that goes good? Tequila. Ooh. Okay. Let's do it. Four one. This episode is going to be fucking fun. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. You guys are going to love this fucking episode. Oh, I'm going to hate myself. Stop. No, no. Uh-uh. Nay, nay, nay. Stop. Drop. Stop, Stop right now. Up Thank you very much. Oh, I need somebody oh, with a human and that's touch. that's how the rough rider Hey, road. you. Always Stop. on the run. Gotta, gotta slow drop. down, baby. Gotta Open have up some shop. fun. Oh, you can't do this when we're on stage. <laughs> do guys do that? What? Grab their balls and smell them? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Why? Don't you know, already know what they smell like? <sighs> let her go. No. If, if you, you love, love me, so- let no, babe. me go! Okay, Jen. I can't relate to any of this.